0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com. Coming to you live from Bud Walton Arena just after another media availability for men's basketball. Got to watch practice. Got to have another press conference. You see they left the lights on for me here at Bud Walton, so I had to come out here and do a live reaction from Bud. I can't wait until November to get back in this gym. Very, very cool day once again. Big time power move by Eric Musselman to let us come back out and view a second practice in a week. Uh, It's just really good for us. You know, I I think it gives us the opportunity to get a better feel for this team and be able to paint a a more clear picture uh, for those of you at home who are dying to know about this exciting Arkansas Razorbacks basketball team. So kudos to Mus for doing that. Uh, There's just something about him that seems a little bit different this year so far. He's kind of got this calm, uh, quiet confidence about him I think he knows that he's got a good team obviously uh, you got to get out there on the court things have to fall the right way but but I think he knows that the talent the pieces are all there uh, and I think it permeates in the way that he's been talking so far about this group uh, very cool you know they're putting on uh, some of the finishing touches as they prepare for this overseas trip to Europe uh, they leave on Saturday four games in Spain and Italy exhibition don't count on the win loss record but it's different competition it's the op- uh, you know the opportunity to see these guys in action it's really what everybody's been waiting for and what this entire summer's been building up for Uh, you know, in terms of of basketball. You know, we got football camp starting in a couple days, but basketball is still in the spotlight, man. So exciting times. We were able to see an hour of practice today. It was very different, uh, really, from what we got to take in last week. Last week was a lot more uh, live action, controlled scrimmage. Uh, Today was a lot more uh, attention to detail, drill work. Uh, Focusing on defensive coverages, all all the attention to detail, uh, the focus, and just really they seem like they're in fine-tuning mode uh, as we come up on this trip. You know, these guys have been getting after it for eight weeks. Only only four hours per week were allowed on court, and then they got to move to the NCAA, allowed 10 practices. I I think today might have been the eighth that they completed. These guys have been beating the hell out of each other for a long time. I think they're ready to do it to somebody else. They're game ready. They look like they're locked in, focused, and even though it's an exhibition tour, they're ready to get out there and play somebody. So uh, I think that's one thing that stood out about the day. You know, Like I said, a lot of work on defensive coverages, uh, a lot of work through their sets, five on O, some situational segments that we'll talk about in a minute, uh, and then a lot of shooting uh, We're kind of areas of emphasis today. You know, after seeing this team uh, twice now over the course of the last week, Uh, you start to get a better feel for what they've got going on you know and and I think ahead to these four games in Europe you know offensively I think this is an Arkansas team that's gonna play fast anyway but they have to under FIBA rules once again they were using those FIBA balls uh, practicing you know they've got the 24 second shot clock uh, you know their goaltending is allowed all those things that they're working on a little bit not putting too much of an emphasis on it because this is all part of of the bigger picture bigger sample size uh, is the season right and this is what they're preparing for but uh, still working on some of those things, but with 24-second shot clock, you got to get out and go. Uh, so you saw them working a lot on some 5-on-0 sets, uh, getting out and transition in their open offense. I think they're going to play really fast in Europe, and that's exciting because this is a team that can get out and go. They're athletic. They have playmakers in the open floor. I think you're going to see a lot of that. They're going to push the pace. They're going to get into some quick hitters and try to get some easy baskets. Uh, I, I do think as a team that's really gonna be aggressive, attacking the rim, getting into the teeth of the defense, and hey, they got some guys who can go up and finish in there. You're seeing them drop off uh, to some of their big men, Makai, Mikel, Mitchell, uh, Trevin, Brazil. Those guys can catch those dump offs and finish them. And you also see them spray out for maybe some high percentage looks from three. Uh, I think that's what you're gonna see. That might be the DNA of this team offensively. And on the defensive end, we talked about it, the the defense has been ahead of the offense. They're so long, so athletic. Well, well, what do I wanna see from this group in Europe, well, how are they going to defend different actions when they're not scouting? They don't know that much about their opponents. They're not doing full scouting reports, to the, to the, to, especially to the detail and the level uh, that musclemen will do during the regular season. Uh, so how are they going to defend things they haven't seen before? They spend a lot of time working uh, on, on hard shows and recovers off ball screens. Uh, I imagine they'll double some, they'll, they'll switch some. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think what you're going to see is an Arkansas team that's going to use its strengths to create havoc. They're long they're athletic. I think they're going to be overwhelming with, pa- with pressure. I think they're going to get out in the passing lanes and try to generate some deflections, some turnovers and fuel the offense in transition. Should be exciting to see and I think you can afford to gamble a little bit on the perimeter and on the wings because you have that back line of defense. You've got four guys uh, who can really protect the rim at a high level in terms of being shot blockers. Uh, so just, just really looking forward uh, to seeing these guys play you know some things that stood out today uh, first of all was was someone who wasn't there nick smith jr uh, well he was there but he wasn't on the floor as a full participant in practice uh, dealing with what eric musselman described as a deep bone bruise in his left index finger um, listed him as day-to-day, you know, like, like I said, he was there. He wasn't live action in practice with the team, uh, but he was off on the side. He was running sprints, doing conditioning. Uh, he was doing some form shooting. He was doing a lot of ball handling work. Uh, so it didn't strike me as a, as a big deal or debilitating deal. Uh, he said he may or may not play on this trip to Europe. I think he will. But at the end of the day, uh, again, these games don't count. And, and so when you've got a player like that, a talent like that, if there's any question about his health, uh maybe you err on the side of caution so we'll see what happens there um, hopefully you get to see him out there we certainly we, we don't want to wait until november right we're ready to see this guy in action could be the future number one pick uh, but nursing an injury what i would qualify as as minor so i, I wouldn't be overly concerned about that um, other things i talked about the situational drills Arkansas didn't do a lot of live five on five but they did get into some segments where muscle would say all right white is up by two or up by one they're at the free throw line there's 18 seconds left play it out or they reverse it or it would be a one-point game with the ball in the deep corner with nine seconds left and you're inbounding so they would do some things like that just to kind of test these guys to, to handle crunch time situations play with the lead play from behind what are you going to do a couple guys that really stood out to me there uh, Devo Davis and Jordan Walsh Devo Davis I thought did a really nice job in those segments two times uh, of, of getting the ball after a made basket pushing it hard in transition. The the clock is running down there, but he did a really nice job of pushing the pace, getting into the teeth of the defense. One time, uh, you saw him draw help. He kicked out to Ricky Council, who who would have had an opportunity for a go-ahead jumper. Missed the jumper, but it was a great play by Devo. The next time, uh, he was able to get his way into the lane once again. This time he dumped it off to Makai Mitchell, uh, who finished a game tying shot with about eight seconds left. Really good stuff by Devo there. I think he's earned the trust. Uh, There's nothing this guy hasn't seen before. After being the two elite eights, and I think you start to see that experience and that veteran leadership pay off in situations like that, and that's why I think he's going to be such a key part to this team. Jordan Walsh, I thought looked really good today. Uh, he was he was active, energetic. You started to see how that length and athleticism can be disruptive. Uh, you know, in the in the first situational segment. Uh, his team was down. They actually missed the shot, but he followed up with a putback to tie the game. It was a big play being aggressive and using his athleticism to attack the offensive glass. From there, uh, another play, his team was actually winning by two. The ball was inbound in the corner. It was dumped inside to Mikhail Mitchell. Well, he fished it out of there, caused a deflection. He wound up getting the, the loose ball and going coast to coast and hammering it with a dunk. Uh, kind of the exclamation point of the day, in my opinion. It was a great play, and so you're starting to see that five-star talent Start to show some of those signs of what he's capable of doing was really impressed with those two guys uh, they did the perfect free throw drill musselman's talked about this drill before it's assigned uh, really to get these guys comfortable shooting free throws under pressure and while you're fatigued and so it's kind of an around the world deal you've got guys at all six baskets and you're going one at a time trying to make eight in a row and and so there's some pressure involved with that if you miss two in a row uh, the team has to do push-ups, and, and when they had to do push-ups, and there were a lot of them today, uh, Muscleman and the whole coaching staff got there got down there and did it with them. But guys that I thought really rose to the occasion there uh, with the free throws, Ricky Council, the guy is nails, absolute nails. He shot 85% at, at Wichita State. I think he's going to do that again. Uh, man, it's just a repeatable release. He's barely catching iron. Uh, really, you know, I, I think he's going to be one of those guys that they want the ball in his hands at the end of the games you know along with Nick Smith and maybe some others but he's one that's proven that he can convert for you at the line and a couple others the twins and I know you're thinking wait we're talking about free throws and, and the Mitchell twins those guys both shot about 50% uh, from the line last year you're right they did but they shot a lot better than 50% today they looked way more comfortable and Musselman's kind of got a track record of getting guys who have maybe struggled some at the stripe to improve significantly, and Arkansas needs that because this is a team, we don't know how much of a volume three-point shooting team they're gonna be, but man, they've got some guys who can really attack, put pressure on the rim. I think they're gonna draw free throws at a high rate, again, like they did last year. That's a big part of Eric Musselman's offense. Uh, They gotta be able to go up there and knock them down and convert. I thought we saw good signs from the Twins in that regard today. And then they did the Warrior drill, which is a full court uh, shooting drill essentially where, where you got a, a rim runner who's going to go in for a layup. You got two guys on the wings uh, getting perimeter jumpers. Guys who I thought shot it particularly well, Darian Ford again, uh, really shooting it well in drill work. If he can if he can get that release a little bit more fluid uh, and a little bit more consistent in live action, there's some room, uh, some potential there with him as a jump shooter. And that's not maybe not necessarily the strength of his game that you thought coming in. Uh, Jordan Walsh, Hey, listen, we talked about his length and athleticism. Uh, Eric Musselman's mentioned him as a guy that needs to help them shooting it from three. I thought he shot it really well today. He talked about in the press conference afterwards that he's put in a lot of work and a lot of reps. If he's a guy that becomes a consistent threat, Arkansas becomes really dangerous, and so does he. Okay, uh, Trevon Brazil, and I hadn't seen him shooting it particularly well from three. I've only been at two practices now, but he caught fire in that warrior drill for a while today, and it's like okay. There it is. There's there's a six ten guy with seven four wingspan that can stroke it from three. It's a it's a long release for a long player, but man, when he catches fire, he can really knock it down. And that stretch four is something that Arkansas has really been looking for. Uh, and then, lastly, uh, you know Joseph Pinion, a guy who is known for his shooting. He's got such a quick and, and repeatable release, uh, can really fill it up there as well. So uh, that was exciting, you know. And, and now. All we have to look forward to is what's going on in Europe. Those guys leave on Saturday morning. They'll arrive in Spain. They've got four games. Uh, So what are we looking for? A lot of people think, well, what about the rotations? Is Musselman going to stick to 7 and 8 like he has in the past? Is he going to expand it? Well, you're going to have to take some of it with a grain of salt, right? Because he said everybody plays in Europe. When you take a trip like that, you want everybody to get an opportunity. And it's so early, you don't necessarily know who belongs and who doesn't in terms of your rotation yet. Some guys are great practice players that don't perform in the game, right? And, and, and then the inverse is true, where some guys might not be too good in practice, but they really shine brightest when the, when the lights are on in the arena. So you got to give guys opportunities. So I think you'll see a lot of that. Another thing he said, you know, guys who haven't passed the mile testing, the mile run testing, or guys who maybe have been disciplined, you know, kicked out of practice or lack of effort or whatever. Well, they're not eligible to start, at least the first game overseas so my suggestion and what I'm going to do is maybe you know pay a little bit less attention to uh, who starts and who's in the early mix uh, and maybe pay closer attention to who finishes especially if if Arkansas is in tight games because when that happens you know whether the wins or losses count at the end of the day uh, listen when you're in crunch time you're trying to win games and and so it's just natural to defer to the guys that you trust and I think you might be able to get a more clear idea of things there. Now, uh, that would involve them playing a close game. We don't know. We don't know for sure what that's going to look like. They're going to be playing grown men. It's a collection of, of all-star teams, uh, professional teams. Uh, there's a, a group from Denmark I, that I've heard was really good uh, in their league last year. So it's kind of hard to get a gauge for how they are. I mean, you saw Auburn um, on SEC Network. They played the Israeli U-20 team, and it's a national team. They beat the brakes off of them by about 60. Uh, great you know lessons to be learned from those games but maybe not necessarily the adversity it comes with playing in crunch time we'll see uh, if Arkansas gets challenged I- I'm excited to find out but you know in terms of, of what I've seen so far uh, you know if I was to have to to pick my own starting five you know I would, I would probably go Nick Smith and Anthony Black in the backcourt uh, you know after what I saw from Devo Davis today I think I give him the nod early like I said that experience and that trust factor that matters until these guys get comfortable playing with each other. Uh, You know, I I think you might have some other guys who are really gonna push for that down the line. Uh, But right now, I I just think that's too valuable for you not to have out there. Uh, So, you know, him on the wing, all three of those guys are capable of playing with the ball in their hands. Uh, And then Trevin Brazil, uh, like I said, Arkansas has been missing that stretch four. I really like him in that spot. And I might go with Mikael Mitchell and that center spot has been so interesting. Uh, you know, in, in terms of how they're going to feel it, there's a lot of options there, but I've been impressed with what I've seen from Mikael. I thought he really stood out to me today with the way he communicated and just kind of took control of the defense, direct in traffic. He has a loud, uh, loud voice on the back end there, and, and I really like what I saw out of him. Uh, and then, listen, you know, maybe my next three off the bench there, I think Makai Mitchell, I think those two guys, maybe 1A and 1B there at that center spot based on what I've seen. And then, listen... Jordan Walsh and Ricky Council, you could start those guys and you'd be just fine. Uh, they're going to play. They're going to play big roles. So maybe that would be my top eight as of right now. So like I said, not much known about the competition. We'll see, but I'm excited about it. You can watch it too if you want. Okay, It's, it's live stream for those of you who are familiar with Flow Sports from, from baseball. This is Flow Hoops. It's the same thing, $29.99 for the subscription, but gives you the opportunity to get a glance at this team that everybody's been excited about having the opportunity to watch. They start on Tuesday against Valencia Seleccion. We'll see how those guys are. That's at 12.30 Central Time. All these games are gonna be mid-afternoon. So if you can hop on there and catch the stream, do it. If not, they're also gonna be on demand, available for you to go back and watch later if you want to, or we're gonna have you covered over at hogsports.com. Previews, live updates, post-game recaps and analysis, and and when we wrap this entire thing up, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for us to jump back on here and do a full traditional Hog Hoops Live episode, take a bunch of your questions. We'll do a full European tour set of player grades. So we're excited about it. We're treating it like it's the regular season because this is a team uh, that many people think is capable of getting Arkansas back to the Final Four. They're certainly talented enough, and we finally get our first real peek at them against somebody else coming up here in less than a week it's an exciting time appreciate you guys joining me again today hope this ties you over with a little bit of a view of bud walton arena we will catch you very soon again this has been curtis wilkerson with Hog Sports. You guys have a great day okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it